Ahoy, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. My name's Dan, this is your favourite fact podcast, so thank you for coming back. We will give you a handful of facts, you just decide whether they're worth sharing or whether they're worth chucking into the burning incense pile of nonsense. We have scoured the internet to find these for you. I have stuff about curses, cursing and clippy. Mark is also here. Oh, I like that. Uh, This week for you, what to do if you see a lost traffic cone, drafts at night and finally a tip for Halloween. And Connor, fresh from the Taylor Swift success of last week. I've not stopped talking about it. He's back. What have you got? Uh, We're going to talk about the weight of the tongue. Also about a murder case. And the most famous death that never happened. Reckon you're getting kicked off this week? No. Great. Stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, I sometimes find it interesting to really pay attention to how we tease our facts at the start. A bit sick of that part. Whether they're mirroring our personality. Yeah, you see, I I, I think that part <clears throat> irritates me. You irritate Fine. me. Because, because it bigs it up. And then there's sometimes the delivery what, isn't quite there. That's your problem. No, yeah, well, that's the Swift one. And then I'll just get on. But you set it up last week at, that it would be a bad fact. Oh, yeah. Mine, alliterative, tight. Yeah, I like that. Curses, yeah. cursing, clippy, bam. Yours, but, but more. All right. Mark oh, uses well, a thesaurus. It was something about a draft, wasn't it? Mark uses the giraffe, not a draft. Oh, said a draft. He drafts it, writes it again, yeah. goes back. You have to, you have to perfect checks. Do you check the pronunciation and the sort of grammar? No, I'm just clever, mate. Right. Well, you what should, about me? I'm good at it. You should. Re- you, you're always a bit more luxurious with it. I would say. Ask me if I write it out before I say it. Well, you don't. No, like, no. I get that because you Straight know, Connor, have you got? Oh, I've got stuff about uh, witches. Um, yeah. uh, and this, this is what I'm saying. It's interesting to judge our personalities by that very short amount of time. Mm. What would you say about our personalities then from that very short amount of time? One word to describe it, you go. Mine, snappy. Right, Mark? And creative. Uh, see how he immediately gets the second word in there, which isn't very snappy if I was if Fastidious. I was Fastidious, thank you. And boring, me? What happened to one word? Slightly lazy. And good. Well, I don't remember what yours Seriously, are. Seriously, what happened to one word to describe? Everyone's been well, added for a second well, word. Well, I don't remember what yours are. Well, I can start if you want. I can tell you one. Well, yes, please do. Most elephants weigh less than a blue whale's tongue. Great. Thank you. So there's so much in this. that <laughs> It's like they're not... Comp- what? I believe, for those who weren't sure, that you said elephants at the start, right? Yeah, elephant. Yeah. Elephants, okay. Big grey thing. So my, my, my issue here is... <laughs> Already an issue. Are we surprised? Is it actually... Do you know what? No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm going to intervene. As if we're delivering facts to him. We're not. 
I don't need you to let me know if you've got an issue. But there's so... We're going to talk about... No, 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 no. You, you ain't actually... You're not geography teacher so up there that we deliver it, to. No, please. There are no, so many... Blue ex- whales are the largest animal yeah, known know. to have lived on the earth. Wow. They have, they have tongues that can weigh as much as an elephant. That is about 2,700 kilograms. And if that isn't something that puts into perspective just how big blue whales are, I don't know what is. So there are so many ifs and buts with it. That's the thing. Everyone knows that blue whales are massive. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, I know that that's big. Everyone knows that they're massive, so therefore everyone knows that their tongue is huge. So it's this random elephant, and also most. It's you a ran- the fact with most. Random elephant. Everyone. It's, random elephant. Oh, yeah, you know, my, most elephants so are you, So you, random elephant. I've started with a, so you wanted me to give you a, an elephant that you know? like no, Ideally, yes. I, right. just, I just think that elephants aren't connected to blue whales, so what's the link? No, it's not about connecting it to blue whales. It's about giving you an understanding as to just how big their tongues are. If you think about the weight of an elephant. I think, look, I think the word most lets it down a bit. Okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. Ready? Elephants weigh less than a blue whale's tongue. Yeah, that's better. There we go. Or you could say the largest animal on land weighs less than a blue whale's tongue. Yeah. Bam! Now I know. I don't know what it is. Elephant, but the largest animal on land is is lighter than the tongue of a blue whale. If you are sitting somewhere in the world right now listening, just pause here. Give yourself a moment to take that fact in. Enjoy it. Come back in a moment. But I think it's more interesting the largest land animal. Right. You know? Yeah. It's a pretty big tongue. Big tongue. A lot of taste buds. Do a lot of things with that tongue. Stop that. I, right. I wonder if they can taste differently to us. Maybe. Or, or maybe they taste badly. Imagine biting that tongue. Because everything they eat mm. is tiny. Yeah. So maybe they don't get a lot of flavour because yeah, one seal or whatever it is mm. doesn't really take up much of their What's the t- biggest thing a blue whale... You might not know the answer to this, but do we know the biggest thing that a blue whale eats? I think an elephant. I've heard. Don't they? The size of their tongue. It's very tricky. The, think, uh, the elephants that swim. I don't think they're really that picky. I don't think they are a carnivore really and devour things. They, they eat sharks. I think they just hoover things into their mouth, like little bits of plankton. Sharks? I don't think so. No. Mm. What a way to start. I'm looking at what blue whales eat. Krill. There you go. They eat krill. You know what they? Eat? Tiny shrimp. Massive beast with a tongue that is. Bigger than the largest animal on land eats tiny shrimp. That's a bit bleak, I think. To be mm. this massive creature and the way you eat is essentially sieving these tiny shrimp into your mouth. Uh, yeah, that's, that's annoying. I to be that eat... big and not to be able to just absolutely decimate any animal in your path. They have to eat six tons of krill a day. Apparently they can't taste sweet. That's annoying, isn't it? Huge tongue, no sweet taste buds. It shows you that in life there's a lot of give and take. Give... You know, the biggest animal in the world. Yeah. Take, you're not enjoying it at all. This thing, apparently, whales can t- can't taste anything except for salt, which is a little bit unfortunate given they're in salt water. Therefore, everything's going to be salty anyway. But they're thirsty at 3 a.m. I wonder how they drink. I've often wondered this. I don't know why I've never researched that before. They're in the sea, mate. Don't they, 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 they need to, do they? They got it, didn't they? <laughs> right in. Yeah, but then they'd be spitting out a lot, wouldn't they? Well, they live in the water. Drink it, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think they go to the local... The answer to the science... Do, do whales drink while they're in the sea, so who knows? They well, drink water directly from the ocean. Do they? Have a sip. There we go. Do whales get thirsty? They do not drink water like land animals do, as they don't risk dehydration from the sun. Yeah, just to stop this, fa- this podcast becoming, let's look things up on Google. A blue whale's tongue is as big as most of the elephants. Obviously, the reason it's most is because there might be an elephant that is slightly overweight. <laughs> yes. 
just in case there's an obese elephant out there. Yeah. I can't I can't do a catch-all with this. There you go. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. The UK used to have a cone hotline, so you could report cones that were still out, but not doing anything. Well, not doing anything. Yeah. But they just are. Just traffic cones that are just there with no reason. Ring the cone hotline. Right, I've got a lot right. of questions about this. I, Fire I, them my way. You don't. No, I, I just love the way they collect the traffic cones. That's my favourite bit. What, drive past and pick them up? Yeah, great. Yeah. No machine, just a man hanging over <laughs> the edge of a car. Sometimes that man won't, won't do his job. It'll leave a single traffic cone there. Do you know what you do then? Who do you call? Hotline. Not the Ghostbusters, the Cone Hotline. Do you know what the number was? I do. 0345-504-030. And what happens if we call that now? 504. Now, uh, I think it might still direct you to the uh, highways agency, but the Cone Hotline itself no longer exists. It's annoying. I, th- I, thought it I think it's more of an 045 number now, because then it's free from... I would say know. I'd call it, but it's probably going to charge me, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. If you do 045... It might be alright. And also, you might end up getting in a long conversation with someone. About traffic cones? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what you're meant to be doing with Mark here. Also, how do we know that it's just a random one? Well, this is the thing. Ring up the cone hotline. They know. They know everything about all cones. They go, hmm. So I go... It's not meant to be a cone on that street. I go, you're right, mate. I'm in, you know, Raynham, Essex, down Raven's Way. Yeah. There's a cone. They go, yeah, it's not meant to be there. They know. Yeah, Yeah, what do they do then? Really? They they really know that? Then they, then they come pick it up. I, I, I don't believe they know that. That's insane. If they have the knowledge of every single cone in the UK, that is yeah. incredible. Yep, yeah, you could also ring them up and ask why there is a set of cones on a road if it looks like there's no apparent reason. You'd be like, whoa. That's interesting. Whoa there, why is there cones on this road? Ring up the cone hotline. They'll tell you. I like that. How many people do you think are going to piss night out of giving these like these lot of call and had a little mess around? I don't know, mate. Well, I don't, probably not many because no one knows about it. I think they're responsible for a lot of calls, though, because when people are pissed on a night out, they're moving cones. Is it actually, is it, is it being named the Cone Hotline? Is it just the Highway Agency? No, it's the Cone Hotline. Wow. It was bought in in June 1992. Incredible. Uh, to allow members of the public to inquire about roadworks and report traffic cones that were missing. Uh <laughs> It then it got wound up in September 1995 because it cost several thousand pounds per year to run and fielded fewer than 20,000 phone calls across three years. <laughs> why did it need... Why did... Why yeah, there's they, a lot of questions. I said, why... Just give someone that already works for the National Highways Agency. Yeah. Bung them a few extra quid a month yeah. and just let them deal with it. Yeah. Surely not that many people are calling to require it thousands of pounds being spent. I mean, I mean... It, you just don't know how busy the cone hotline's going to be in any day. Did they have merch? I don't think so. That'd be good merch, wouldn't it? Cone hotline. Who are you going to call? Oh, yeah. hotline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a fine coney pun. I know, so that's the sort of part-time job you would have. <laughs> you know when people are trying what to pursue li- wait, a career? Quickly, one of my least favourite things in the world is when people say things like that. Please, though. Mark? Don't do you not you- imagine him? Part-time on the blower? Cone Agency. Why? Yeah. You are right, then speaking. Cone Agency, how may we help? Cone Hot. Well, hopefully I, hopefully I get through that one sentence. All right, then, ready, ready? You did. Ready? Hello, Dan Simpson, Cone Agency. How may I help? Hi, mate. Yeah, there's a cone in Essex. Oh, okay. This, you'd love it. You would love it. Why would I love it? Well, you just, it feels like it's something that you're passionate about with your postbox thing and this. I think like it's sort of something that you have an interest in. I'm actually taking the piss right now. I thought you'd enjoy it. Genuinely. You're not taking the piss. No, I think you'd enjoy it. Would you not? Of all the jobs you'd be perfect for, Dan, 
being on the end of the cone hotline. No, hear me out, hear me out. I didn't say you were perfect for it. You would do it because I feel like you would enjoy it. I don't think I would. I don't really like talking to strangers like that. But knowing where all the cones are in the world and why? No, it's different from Postbox. Postbox hotline, all over that. I'll tell you what. Well, are you looking forward to the new uh, Charles and Signia going on some post boxes? Yep, very much so. You're going to go search them out, aren't you, as soon as they go in? Yeah. <laughs> so if you've missed this, I enjoy in the UK, post boxes have the royal insignia of the monarch that was on the throne when they were put up. And it's, it's interesting to go and find the post box because it, it gives you a, it lets you know when that town was made. It's like a little uh, bubbled bit of time. Oh, sorry, that's that's more boring than me working for the freaking cone hotline. <laughs> I just rubbed my face. Come on. By the way, it does look like the uh, the new, the, the, the last number to exist, the cone hotline, does still work for the highways agency. Ring it. I think we've got better things to do. First fact of the show for me. You remember Clippy? Oh, I remember Clippy. Clippy. Oh, it looks like you're writing a letter. F*** off, Clippy! Well, you got it. I have a lot of anger about him. Clippy was the digital office assistant. You remember the little paperclip that would come up and said, oh, hello, you're on Word. Let me oh, figure out how to do this yeah. for you. Well, Time, that sort of person who always thinks they know better than they do. Time labelled Clippy one of the worst 50 inventions ever. They tried to take it away. Then they ended up bringing it back. The fact here is that everyone in Microsoft hated Clippy. They would mm. re- refer to it as TFC. The f***ing clip? If someone asked, they would say, Oh, it, we call Clippy the friendly character, but it actually stood for the f-ing clown. Uh, if Dan was an invention by Microsoft, he'd be Clippy. Yeah. What is this about? Well, you, you're you, the you sort set of yourself up for these things, mate. You're the sort of person Do going, oh, yeah. oh, oh, it look, looks like you're trying to, to write a podcast script there, Mark. Can I help you with that? Shall I show you how to... No, f*** off, Dan. Yeah. You Ooh. would be Clippy. Oh, just right. notice you've done this. You've definitely done it wrong. Yeah. If I was writing scripts, some of the other podcasts. It never actually helped you, Clippy, either. I mean, oh, no. Because it, it used to be a, like a multiple choice thing. So it'd, tell you, it'd ask yeah. you what you're doing. You'd Are do you it. doing this? No, I'm not. See, I, I hate things like that because you still get that on some websites as well. So if you're like on a mm. car comparison website, whatever it might be, you get this little thing that pops up at the bottom. Oh, do you yeah. know what bugs me? Oh, chat with us. Yeah. What, you mean chat with a random computer that's going to give me no help whatsoever? No, this is what bugs me. It comes up, gives you all the options, asks yeah. you what kind you go through it, right? You think, oh, this could help me. And what does it give you right at the end? Please email yeah. support at blah, blah, blah dot com. That's Brilliant. what I would have done ages ago. That's what I was planning on doing before I started chatting with you. Barbara, who's not even a real person. <laughs> Clippy actually stands for Clippit. That's the clip's name. Clippit. No, it, no, no. That's what they called it. Clippit. No, they they gave him a full name and then went, you know what? Let's give him a nickname. Uh, they then took him off and, and they, they invented a dog called Rover. I remember Rover. You remember Rover? The, the, he was to, on XP. To, to guide users through. Yeah. They shortened that to Bob, which was a name chosen to signal approachability. But no one liked it. Rover was absolutely dross, so they brought back Clippit. You might know his nickname as Clippy. I remember Merlin. Merlin, the little wizard guy. You could choose what character it was when Rover came, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I remember I remember uh, Merlin. He looked like, yeah, little wizard with moon and stars on him. Yeah. Oh, oh the good times, eh? He is a little wizard. The good times. There I there I was. One tab would be Word with Merlin, the other one would be MSN. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's a weird noise. Always on there. <laughs> a lot of contact. Chatting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you weren't chatting. You were just copying and pasting one message, two words, got cam. No, nope. I would have my uh, my uh, MSN up with my name, Connor Knight, and then my BBM, Blackberry Messenger pin. Was below it capital it. letters as well, the Connor Knight? Yep. Yeah, of course. It and was then underneath would be my BBM. Add me if you want to chat more. <laughs> That'd get personal over there. <laughs> Why do I want to chat more with you? That's literally what we're doing here. And now I was. That's in, what we're doing right now. There I was in school, year nine, with two phones. Nokia, Nokia in one pocket, BBM in the other. Why, why, why two? Why two? Because the BBM was for the chats and that. Yeah. And then the Nokia was the one that my nan bought me for Christmas. But why? I wanted the BBM. So why Nokia you, didn't have BBM. So what did you do on the Nokia? Just oh, a snake. Yeah. And then the BBM was you for the... You could get a snake on Blackberry, couldn't you? BBM was for the... Uh, I well, yeah, but 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 why not just combine it all into the BB, into the BlackBerry? Uh, I like two phones. Mysterious. School questioned it a few times, but still. God, were you beaten up in year nine? Huh? No. I reckon most I people I, I, looked at you and think, "Who is this little scrawny kid?" Who, look at two phone Timmy. What's he doing? BBM. BBM. BlackBerry Curve. I never had BBM. I was on the iPhone kind of when it was big. I never got the obsession because surely it was texting. It was the WhatsApp of today. So why was but that? BBM was only for BlackBerry users, so it was good. Because it's exclusive. Fa- well, one of my mates actually fancied a girl and knew she had a BlackBerry, so what did he ask for for Christmas? BlackBerry. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, added it on Surely BBM. just chat to her and just text her. By one of my mates, do you mean you? No. She's got her phone. <laughs> text her. No, but BBM was a little bit more... Well, no, this is the thing. So the BBM pin would always be on your socials. Right, add me on the BBM. You wouldn't put your number there. Weird. BBM everywhere. So you could get the BBM for the girl you fancied, add her without asking for the number, and then slide in the BBM. And you always make your profile picture well fit. I remember. But how would you get the BBM for the girl that you fancied? You just go onto her MSN. Public MSN. In MSN, you have everyone in your class, wouldn't you? <laughs> and you just have a BBM, add it, and then you go, Oh, you alright? My name's Connor. I used to sit at the back of maths. Oh, did you? Bang. Well, there you hopefully go. she'd know. If she doesn't know, you've got no chance. Well, they're playing. If cool. you can't make your personality clear when you're sat in the same classroom as her, they're playing. Cool. You've, you've got no chance. And then I would also but, get but her number on my yeah, Nokia. BBM, so. Then I'd also get her number, then text her from my Nokia and pretend I was somebody else and then see what one she prefers. Stop that. I'm joking. <laughs> no, you're not joking. <laughs> A friend of mine during the MSN days would go around people's houses and like export contacts. So he like so when he would go around your house, you would go off to the loo. He'd then nip in, do a little contact export, send it to himself, and honestly, like his MSN contacts page was about five hundred thousand long. And then there was Mark, who had a Google Doc open, writing down all the issues didn't and technical difficulties of MSN. I don't know, didn't exist at that point. All the flaws. <laughs> the was... spreadsheet open. Has she replied back? <laughs> Tick. <laughs> Have I asked her for news? <laughs> Tick. Have I got a BBM yet? <laughs> I just, the BBM word, mate, passed me by. Right, there we go. Okay, so she's replied. <laughs> Next week, then we'll swoop in, see if she fancies cinema. You, your two phones. Your tiny tie, probably, as well, isn't it? I had a 2P in it as well, because you just get knighted. Yeah, you have to have a 2P. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Uh, the seventh, US president. Do you know it off by heart? Ulysses S. Grant. No. Took a risk. Andrew Jackson. Oh yeah. That's annoying. Uh, he was on with the parrot. <laughs> he was on with the parrot. Was he? Yeah. He was actually nearly assassinated. 
war hero. He was actually nearly assassinated while in office. And when I say nearly, it was really close. A man, Richard Lawrence, tried to fire his gun at a very close range, but it was jammed. Jackson turned around and beat that man with his cane. Stonewall Jackson, I believe he was called. Could have been the one of the most famous deaths in history, couldn't it? A president being shot dead, and it yeah. never happened. The gun got jammed, and the guy got whacked in the head of a cane. As he so deserved. How many presidents have been assassinated? Is it just two? More than two? I think it is just two, isn't it? Lincoln and JFK. I assume we're talking just US presidents. Lincoln and right? JFK, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he was seventh. Yeah, would have been one of the... Uh, Four. 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 Wow. But yeah, so there was an attempt on him and the gun got jammed. I mean, you're going to sit there, aren't you, if you're trying to kill him and go, what a nightmare this is. Do we know how, who tried to kill him? Yeah, so the guy was called Richard Lawrence. That was the name of the man. What was um, his problem? I have no idea what his problem was. Couldn't quite find any uh, ways of asking him that. But he, um, yeah, got arrested, yeah, obviously. And was in a lot of pain. I think of all the crimes... Mm. that'd be the most annoying just to get arrested for because you know yeah. you're going to get arrested anyway you yeah. know you're not going to get away with this because everyone's seen you do it but it must be annoying at least you know do it right yeah. well it takes me to the uh, the John Lennon death when he got shot yeah. and the guy obviously who done that was absolutely prepared and pretty much waited to be arrested and go to prison and he was he knew that was going to be the outcome he just wanted to be more famous than John Lennon that was what he said and the only reason he could do it by killing him. Well, he said, I, I could only be more famous than John Lennon or be known as much as John Lennon to be known as the man that killed him. Yeah, well, he yeah, loved John I, Lennon, didn't he? He did, yeah. He loved him. I think for a time he thought he was John Lennon. Yeah, he did, yeah. Same as Liam Gallagher. Did he do that? Oh, he reincarnated as John Lennon. That's what he says. Who, who knows? Who I knows? like Liam Gallagher, but who, who believes <laughs> who knows? But Mark yes, sir. Chapman, I think his name was. Maybe. That's it, Mark Chapman, yeah. But Andrew Jackson, good with a cane. Mm-hmm. Richard Lawrence, Adam Air. Absolute mare. Yeah. Gun got jammed. God, you you would be furious. I would yeah. I mean if I'm gonna go and do that to the president and it got jammed, I'd I'd be like, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. I'd be so annoyed. Because you're going to prison, would you go for less? Yeah. yeah it's attempted, attempted murder, murder but it isn't murder. actually murder, right? So well, I think then it's a little bit less. It's the president, so I guess the guy probably did get quite a lot of time. What what year is this? I don't know the year. I don't 18... know. It's the one thing I haven't I don't know. 1815. Well, seventh president. So, yeah, it's got to have been around then, isn't it? Maybe a bit later. How long do they usually... How long do you... That's a question, actually. How long do you do? 1835. How long do you do as a president? Can you do as long as you want? No, you Eight get two terms. Two terms, two terms, yeah. Eight years maximum. Uh, Kanye West L- next. So, uh, Lawrence was found not guilty by reason of insanity and confined to a mental institution until his death in 1861. I tell you what, if I, for some reason, ever get hauled up against a judge, I'm going to... Plead sanity, I think. Plead sanity? Yeah. I was sane. Oh, insanity. <laughs> I can't even get that right. I'm so crazy. Sounds like something I'd say. No, honestly, Judge, I'm fine. Yeah, I think so. One prime minister has been killed, assassinated. Uh, I believe he's called Spencer Percival. Yeah. There you go. Good facts. Thank you very much. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Giraffes will hum to each other at night to make sure that the herd stays together. Nice. I like giraffes. Do you remember that fact we had as well about when they were getting pregnant and they just headbutted each other? They're a bit of a weird lot, the old giraffes. Yeah, so giraffes don't really make a lot of noise. So they communicate in ways like that where they will kind of do a lot of headbutting and all of this, but there is a low hum that they will give out and they will do that at night Mm -hmm. just to make sure that as a herd, they all know where each other are, they can alert for danger and basically stay together. And it continues throughout the night then, like the humming or... Yeah, pretty much. So there was... 
there is a um, there is a zoo in the southwest of England uh, where residents moan about this humming noise, and no one really knew where it came from until scientists discovered that giraffes hum at night. And then the zoo went, nah, it's not, it's not, it's not the giraffes. It's nothing to do with us. Turns out, it can I ask? If, I might, sound, I might be being an idiot here, but please just give me the benefit of the doubt. They're the ones with long necks. <laughs> Are giraffes a in any way related to dinosaurs? Like. Not like that, no. No, I just because I look and I think the, the long necks. Is it over time? You know, well, it is over time, yeah. But is it? Did it? Was it off the back of a dinosaur? No, it's just evolution. No, right. A, a giraffe, an animal, would have been born with a, a longer neck than other creatures, which would have let them get higher food, so it would have prospered and then had kids, and then after a few hundred years, that another kid would have been born with an even longer neck, and so on and so forth. Evolution. Giraffe, giraffes actually have the same number of necks in their bones as we do. Bones in, bones in their necks, even. Not wow. necks in their bones. That's bones in their necks, as we do. That's a fact in itself. Did yeah. you know that the um, the tongue of a blue whale is most of the time heavier, <laughs> heavier than an elephant? elephant. Yeah. It is all the time, unless you get a fat elephant. And the tongue of a giraffe is perfect. Yeah, unless you get a really obese elephant. That's what happens. Don't like giraffes. Freak what? me out. What's wrong with giraffes? Every time I go to the zoo, they do freak me out. What's wrong with them? They're, they're big, right? And yeah. the, 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 the size... Me is that your third fact? In, in the way, in the way, <laughs> giraffes in, are big. In the way that they are big, right? Yeah, it's strange. If, it? if something like an elephant doesn't scare me, it's big. Yeah. But the giraffe, I'm like, this is a bit abnormally big. I'd be more scared of an elephant than a giraffe. I think I'd be more scared of a giraffe because I don't an know. An elephant will trample you. A giraffe, but I don't know where a giraffe can reach me. That neck can stretch. Sometimes, I think we get too used to how strange animals look. Sometimes hmm. I, I like really think about an elephant and think they do look weird, don't they? Yeah. They, why have they got that big trunk? Yeah. Like, that is a strange thing to have. It is. And we just accept it as normal. We yeah. do indeed. Second fact of the show for me. 12 years ago, uh, the Romanian taxman changed the laws and who could be taxed, what was classed as taxable income. Uh, car valets were introduced and taxed. Driving instructors, fortune tellers, embalmers, astrologers, and witches. What did the witches do? Curse the taxman. Of course they oh, did. Course. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Curse the taxman. The queen witch, Bratara Buzia, devised a spell. Uh, I enjoyed the fact they devised a spell. Involving cat dung and a dead dog, poisonous mandrake plants were hurled into the Danube to tax to... <laughs> Sorry, to uh, to curse the tax man. I mean, it doesn't work though, does it? Uh, well, I don't know. Ten years ago, who knows what's happened? What were they? How, how I'm more intrigued as to how they were making an income that is taxable, which is well, yeah, pe- people are into the occult now, aren't they? Well, so maybe they want their tarot read. Maybe they want spells because they're having a bad time. Realistically, it's going to freak you out, isn't it? So if you're the tax man, you want to think, screw this. Well, they were taxed sixteen percent, which actually isn't that bad. 16 pennies in the pound went to the old man. Yep, yep, yep. I wouldn't like being that. I wouldn't like being that tax man, hearing that I'm getting cursed by witches. Freak me right out. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Play, play on my head. Anxiety kick in. Everything you'd be doing, you'd be thinking, is this because of that? <laughs> uh, not worth it. But it's actually because of your anxiety. Yeah. So you're shaking, but you think it's a curse, but it's actually because you're a bit freaked out. Absolutely. So there you go. It works, doesn't it? They hurled the mandrake plants into the Danube to bring evil... 
saying that the income was so small, the idea of taxing it was foolish. The lawmakers don't look at themselves at how much they make about their tricks. They steal and they come asking and they come asking us to put spells on their enemies. Payments to witches are usually made in cash and are relatively small, about six pounds per con- consultation. Hmm. The ultimate podcast for Married at First Sight fans is here. This is Recapped at First Sight. The new podcast keeping you up to date on all the love, fallouts, drama and secrets as the Married at First Sight UK bride and grooms try to make happy couples. And we're your happy couple right here, in a professional sense, of course. Join me, Kat Shub. And me, former Mash UK groom Bob Voisey, every morning after you've watched the latest episode on TV. Plus, we'll have some special guests along the way enjoying our very own wedding breakfast. You bit the caterers, right? Uh, about that. Recapped at first sight. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You can get in touch with the show, by the way, info at baffledpod.com. You can get all of our merch at baffledpod.com as well. And that's the easiest way to follow us and to find us on TikTok too. Uh, last fact of the show, Connor, take it away. Are you aware of the John Wayne Gacy case? I am, yeah. He was the clown man, right? He was the clown man, yeah. Um, so that case, there were so many bodies crammed underneath the house that the bodies melted together. That was where he was hiding the bodies. And the bones had to be sorted for more than two years. That's how long it took just to put together the full skeletons to start to get some identification of the people. Some of these serial killers, like, it's so hard to put together. This. Well, I like, mean... Who they are, isn't it? Exactly. In this case as well, obviously, the, you know, the things that the guy had done were terrible. But, yeah, I mean, that is mega screwed up. But just to think that job, you know, having to sift through basically melted body, find bone and then somehow piece together them bones to find who the people are and match identity. Wow. Two years. Long time. Yeah. Well, That's not a job you want to be doing. No, we're all talk- talking about time because this is early 90s, right? So this is a time when DNA just wasn't like DNA. 1968 uh, was when he was sentenced. It was really? killed in the 90s, yeah. It was killed in the 90s, <clears throat> of course it was. Um, then, yeah, then DNA definitely wasn't ready at this, like, 
you couldn't do a lot of the stuff you can do now with DNA. What do you reckon he was served for? How long? Oh, life and like, a thousand years, probably. Ten years? Ten years, it says. He was sentenced to ten years imprisonment, but served 18 months. He died in 94. You say that he was arrested in... So he was sentenced to death in 1980. He was there for four, for 14 years. So why did it say there, then? That's weird. Right, so, so, so here's where you're getting confused. He was first arrested in 1968 for sodomy of a teenage boy in oh, Iowa right. and was then sentenced 10 years imprisonment, <clears throat> only served 18 months. He then murdered his first victim in 1972 uh, and then basically continued murdering from there. And then his final conviction was for 33 murders and he was sentenced to death. On the fact, though, that is, um, that is a hell of a job, isn't it? I can imagine that is almost impossible. I want to say that is almost an impossible job. I wouldn't do it. It's got to be that hard. Like, that has got to be on the verge of almost being impossible to complete. Do you know what I'd do? What? Just, if that was my job, I'd become a delivery driver. <laughs> but honestly, okay. in today's gig economy, you don't really need to do any really bad jobs. Get paid like well, deliveries. Well, you know, I, but I wouldn't be worried about that. Like, I'm here of a lighthearted podcast. Some might say this is a job and I can't even talk about it. No. Let alone do it. Yep. Awful. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. So Halloween is next week. So just to make sure people, you know, stick to the traditions. I bet you love a bit of Halloween, don't you? No. Really? I'm like, but you're all about America and Disneyland. Oh, it's just us. American it. football. You're not like, are you not a fan of Halloween themed Disney? Mm, no. It's yeah. just, I'm just not like, everyone goes OTT over Halloween. Like, What's the fact? Anyway, if you want to make a traditional jack-o'-lantern, then you should make it with a turnip, not a pumpkin. That's how they started. Who's scooping out the middle of a turnip? <coughs> the Irish. That's where this all began. And then it became a pumpkin when it moved to America. When the Irish went to America, it became an American tradition, and pumpkins were used. Pumpkins look good, didn't they? They do look good. They do look good. They look scary. Taste bloody good in a pie. It tastes good in a pie. Turnip pie. I'm not saying turnip pie, but turnip jack-o'-lanterns. I'm really surprised that you don't like Halloween. I'm just like, ugh. But you love, it's fine. But, but you love Disneyland. Yeah, but you're, you're just... you know, a 30-year-old man who I assume wears Mickey Mouse ears at some point, and you say that someone dressing Daily. up is OTT. Bloody hell. Those turnip jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> Jesus bloody... Ble- oh, that is horrible. Describe it to us, please. It just looks like a... It looks like a mummy's head that is wrapped in whatever mummies are wrapped in. Have we done that as a fact once upon a time? Go back to find out. I can't remember. Looks like they're wrapped in... Oh, they're not nice. You're so... You've got such a way with words and description. It looks like a mummy's head wrapped in... You know, that thing we talked about once. I go back and... An embalmed head is what you're trying to say. I once done a a pumpkin carving day. And it's boring, isn't it? Who did you do it for? Well, again, obviously it was when I was in America because that's what they do. And... Mm. I aggravate and I'll tell you it is ag your hands ache the little kits that you buy from the local petrol station that apparently carve pumpkins don't carve pumpkins they give you all the different blades to make circles and they don't work I terrible job you see I love fanfare and I love the spectacular I love a reason to celebrate but I can't be asked to do any of it do you like Halloween I'm indifferent to it I think it's, I think it's rubbish I, I, especially it's gone downhill as well isn't it I mean, no one trick-or-treats Even anymore. Even everyone has gone downhill. You think everything in, in the world has gone downhill? I think Halloween's nothing like it used to be. When I was young, I used to be out all night. What? 
Now I don't see any kids ago. out. I don't see any kids out. Well, it's post-pandemic. Can you live in a flat in London? That's no, why. when I was at home in Essex, nothing. Sad. Sad times. I, I'm I'm all for these things. I just can't be able to do it myself. If someone wants yeah. to decorate my flat, if someone wants to that's carve me thing. a pumpkin, I'm, I'm here that, for that's it. That's kind of my view on Halloween. It's just a lot of effort. A lot of effort for a day that's like... Americans love it. One day. Hello to all the Americans. Like Christmas audience. is all a big build up and it's like, it's all the festive period. Halloween is one day. It's a lot of effort. Just, nah, mate. Last fact of the show goes to me. The Green Book was a BBC programme policy guide for writers and producers. It was a booklet of guidelines issued by the BBC in 1949. It banned the use of the word basket. <laughs> I mean, it's a very offensive word. Couldn't say the, the word basket on the BBC. Is that because it can be construed to be Bastard. another word? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a it was a, a common rhyming slang for the word bastard. Uh, among jokes banned, you couldn't make toilet humour. Effeminacy in men. You know? No, you, you couldn't make a joke about homosexuality, effectively. Immorality of any kind. You couldn't make references to honeymoon couples, chambermaids, fig leaves... You couldn't make reference to ladies' underwear and say things like winter draws on. Lodgers, commercial travellers, or the use of vulgar words like basket. There we go. Imagine very that. strict, very different, isn't it? Imagine wow, what they would do with this podcast if we couldn't say any of that. <laughs> it, I mean, it would be, yeah. It's not like we rely on the strength of the facts, Those is it? facts about baskets, eh? All out, gone, no more. I just find it interesting that someone had to write that down, said our basket sounds a bit like bastard, so let's cancel that as well. It's probably worth doing. Sorry, not allowed it. Yeah. There you go. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. Short but sweet to finish. Uh, What have we learned? Well, you can always call the cone hotline. Also, remember, there might be an elephant out there that weighs more than a whale's tongue. Might be. And um, you can just curse the tax man if you don't like your tax at the moment because we're in a horrible world to so maybe just curse him. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week. Give us a follow. You've got facts coming your way Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then a brand new episode one week, two days. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.